32 days, 24 all-stars, two co-hosts, and one podcast. This is your host, Pootie, and we are joined by Missy. Hi. And Crazy James. Hey, everybody. So when we last talked, that was Wednesday night. So before the fake-out travel council. Mm-hmm. I, th- um, I think it was right before the um, the Harry. Gotcha. Um, what a disappointing boot. It was so horrible. Yeah, I mean... I was really hoping for a Ross boot because he hasn't done much yet in terms of entertainment. And we know Randy will deliver. But uh, unfortunately, his time was cut short. Probably the best for the other players in the game. Specifically, uh, Daisy seemed to have cut him, even though she was aligned with him. Which I thought was kind of funny. She kind of out-Randied Randy uh, from (laughs) Kirill From Curl Islands, he was pretty infamous for like just turning on everyone, especially last minute. Yes, this this was a little bit of a comeuppance for him. But what do you guys think of Harry's boot? It was a good gameplay on Daisy's move because everybody did notice the Harry and Michelle duo starting along. But I was a huge Randy fan coming into this, so I'm kind of upset about it. (laughs) But it was honestly a good move on them um, just because that duo alliance was kind of getting outed shortly. And if they would have stayed in the game together, it would have been decent. Yeah, I think the only reason it could be a mistake is because they should have known there was a swap coming and, and at least part of what Daisy and uh, Baden rationale was is that, oh, you know, tribe strength for the challenges, we need Ross over Harry. So to the extent that, that it was based at all on that, they probably should have known like with the swap power out there that there was a swap coming soon. But it is still, you know, it's a good move, I guess, to break up a, a duo, assuming for Daisy that she can kind of hold Michelle's trust if they ever get back together on another tribe. Yeah, I hadn't even thought that far into it. But I guess when you're on a smaller tribe and numbers are dwindling, two becomes a very powerful number. It's not something I had considered, but very interesting. Yeah, so I don't hate the move for her. I think she's right if they were, if they were a powerful duo. She might have been in trouble, but yeah, I mean, numbers wise, she could have sussed out that it was like final 18. So chances were they were going to swap. So unfortunately, Randy had to get the boot. I was really looking forward to him in this role. I think there are certain players in each season that right after it ends, you think, okay, when can we get them back? When when are they going to become an all star? And for Curl Islands, that was Randy, as well as a few others on that season. But really, he's one of the ones that stuck out as someone we were itching to get back in the game. Um, And he was as well. So unfortunate it had to end so early, but that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. I'm sure we'll see him again. Uh, Moving on, they do finally swap. And they were told that it was going to be a double tribal council with two people being voted out of their tribes. They would later find out at the top of tribal council that this meant the two people voted out of their tribes would be joining the opposing tribe. So I think Mark was surprised. I think that was the bigger shock. I think Christy was not a, not a shock. But it ends up Mark and Christy end up getting the boot and swapping tribes. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Matt pointed out how shitty of a trade that was for them, <laughs> both in terms of challenges and activity. Yeah, they definitely got the roll end of the stick getting rid of Mark. I'm kind of surprised they didn't try to switch the target once they knew that the swap was coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that was what we were going for. We wanted them to start 
whispering and you know have a live tribal but i think that this game has been so slow to start it seems like people are a little bit hesitant to make moves and really other than that that move that baden and daisy made we haven't really seen anything bold by anybody so i don't know yeah we i don't know like they're they're kind of being a little bit like slow at it and it's starting to piss me off but that tribal right there kind of was like a was trying to like a little fire under their ass trying to get them to start playing a little bit start you know whispering and everything um i was definitely surprised about them voting mark though with him being good at challenges that was one of the reasons why they switched him and i was like well if you want someone good at challenges you should keep them on your tribe but christy was an obvious one I don't think Christy's long for this game, but uh, she's been entertaining while she's been in, in it. I wanted to talk about Mark real fast. I was playing with Mark in rematch recently, which I think he only signed up for because he thought it was Ostranded. But yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's incredible at challenges. He's just not, I guess, the most talkative person. And I think he got switched onto this tribe that is like the social power players. And we, we've been talking about, I think he has like Matt and Daisy, Tessa, all these people that are really social. And I think maybe he just like couldn't keep up with that, like right off the bat. And so kind of fell through the cracks. So maybe that's why they got rid of him. But I mean, the thing is, like you're saying, I mean, he's been really good at challenges, so now they're stuck with Chris. How do you think he'll do on the new tribe, given that they're not as social as... Uh, purple. I mean, he's he sort of admitted in his most recent confessional he's not even really trying to to get to know these people so much. Although he says he has a connection with Jericho, I don't know if he's invested. If he like forces himself to talk to people, I think it'll be okay. And he if he doesn't tell people he's an alien, which was his weird bond with Tessa. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think his hope would be that he helps his tribe win into the swap and then or the swap power gets played by himself or uh, Sharn and then they he's on to a different tribe where he kind of reset. Yeah, I can see that with him. The only thing I from I can kind of pick up in his confessionals, some of his messages is that he's using his challenge power like that he's really good at challenges to kind of keep him in a good spot on the tribe and so he's i kind of got out of that he's trying to say that weighs over his social part that he lacks of which i think it's going to kind of screw i think it's going to work maybe for like one or two tribals but after that i think he's just going to be screwed because he has no connections and there'll probably be another swap and he'll kind of just be screwed in that part yeah mark's been interesting for me a, a really game body he's like game bot personified i think uh, but i don't actually hate it it's actually been really entertaining to me just as like this rogue agent that everyone tried to get rid of that is now another tribe i'm interested to see how far he can eke that out and if he will start playing a little bit more maybe not socially but strategically aligning with certain people because yeah. certainly you know social prowess is huge in this game but so can other aspects you know we've had players who are absolutely trash at social games make it to the finals so uh, i could see a similar storyline for mark I i'm really excited about someone who is essentially been voted out and is now getting a second chance I i'm not so interested in christy because she hasn't been around <laughs> to uh <laughs> live up to that but i think for mark it might be huge mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah i hope he reinvests in the game and and you know keeps going and doesn't let this dissuade him because i do think that he has a chance to you know he can survive to emerge when there's all these big targets at play like the fact that he's pretty good at challenges is not going to really stand out that much you know when you have these other people that are even better than him at challenges or bigger tar bigger threats so hopefully he can just somehow survive yeah i mean it, it's funny in the first australian of course there were a ton of great players there as well but really people were 
having a bit more fun with it. I think, you know, they, this was like they were really just playing up a character and going all out. Whereas this time, I think a lot of these players, you know, a lot of them came in second place. A lot of them were forgotten about. So I think for them, making it far and doing well is much more important. So I think that's why we're seeing so many people playing it safe early on. And I think that that'll probably continue until Emerge, which may not be a bad thing. You know, I always say you know, we were lucky in the first Australia where the whole season was insane. But typically a lackluster or slow pre-merge lends to a very exciting merge where all the best players are still in. I think that that's what's happening here with the exception of Randy going out pre-merge. I think the rest of the boots may be safe or safer. And I'm interested to see if some of these players that were under the radar in their original seasons can come out of that to win. Because if they don't, they're going to repeat the same mistake of second, third place which a lot of these guys did. So I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that to see when are these guys going to step up because it's week two. Week three is, of course, the merge. So I think this week is now the time where they need to start laying that groundwork for the merge. Yeah, this the first, this past week, it was just everybody like kind of tipping their toes into the water. But this week is really where you're going to see people take like, you know, start going with their you know, strong allies, um, starting to solidify bonds, alliances, just preparing for the merge, basically, and getting out the buffers of what needs to go. So right now we are we still have our three tribes of six, I think still pretty new. It was a, it was a good shakeout. Some new bonds are being formed, I think, but it's still really early but tonight. It looks like a new Papunia with Christy tanking the challenge, of course. They're, they are going to tribal council and she will probably be the boot, which is fine with me. I mean, honestly, I keep these in because inactivity, I think, should hurt your tribe and it should be something that people are incentivized to get out. So if she's not going to show up, she needs to go home. Yeah, she's already gotten like three votes, I'm pretty sure. Um, So that will happen. And then, you know, really a majority of this season has been cutting out the fat in this pre-merge. So I think that's also why it's been so slow, because there hasn't been a huge need for it to be fast. I think, you know, tonight we have <clears throat> we had them rank and then the lowest ranking tribe members, Sean, Mark and Christy are now able to bid on the swap power. I think Sean probably wins that and probably forces a swap, which would be very interesting because all of a sudden we'd have finally some large tribes uh, with all active people. And I think then the game will really ramp up. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if she does. She plays that after Tribal Council. Yeah, I I think that we've been waiting for someone to play it. And so hopefully we, we do see, um, I think that either Mark or Sharn should want to use it. Mark is kind of without any of his allies. So he may have, I'm not sure how close he was with Ben before, so he should want to use it. And Sharn, I don't think, is there anyone from Sharn's original tribe with her? I don't think so. So she should want to get back with at least one of Nova or Sarah or, or even Casey and Jericho. So you're right. There's definitely incentive for them. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting I, being on these small tribe, these uh, three tribes of six for so little time i don't know how i feel like it won't be a a big impact on the game like say the two bigger tribes will be so this part of the (laughs) i mean really only one boot will have come out of these three tribes and that's going to be christy who is an inactive so um you know i I don't think that this stage of the game is going to have a big impact on it but going forward it should be very interesting um, were there any standouts that we need to point out uh, since we last spoke? I'm kind of disappointed in Sharn a little bit. You know, once once we started and I started researching about Rudy, basically figuring out like, oh, 
how good of a player were they, you know, their placements. I was really excited to watch Rudy play. But, you know, everybody, a lot of people, they, you know, I don't know, I've seen a lot of people talk about her being a possible vote. I know Kylie threw out her name to David. I know that some people are not clicking with her mostly. I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I hope she kind of steps up her game a little bit to see, you know, what the big hype is about. But, like, overall, I'm not that satisfied right now with Sharn. Yeah, Rudy's an interesting character. Sometimes he is super villainous, very over the top, very overbearing. Other times he kind of goes with the flow. And in his very first season, he was extremely likable. So he kind of runs the gamut, I guess, depending on the situation. So I would be interested to see how he plays this season, given that no one knows his legacy. You know, usually when he comes back, Mm -hmm. he's King Rudy, you know, and everybody knows King Rudy's from season one. He dominated a lot. He places well every time he plays. Uh, He's got a huge target and he kind of plays with that. Here he's got no target. So maybe he's um, he's kind of relaxing while he can. And that's probably not a bad move, but it might be a little too much because he's currently on the bottom. You know, him and Tegan are both on the bottom. I mean, they're both old schoolers as well. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think maybe it's just going to take him a little time to get going. The hope anyway. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple people I wanted to talk about. I think Jericho and Matt are both people that have made real big strides in their game um, since this swap. And I think I, I'll just start with Matt. You know, he comes into this tribe, the second Punya, as the only person from his original yellow tribe. On the yellow tribe, everyone was, pr- I'd say, pretty equal. They were all pretty strong social players, all had pretty good bonds throughout it. And Simon was the odd one out. So you didn't really know, you know, was, was Matt on top there? Like how much control did he? have and so he swapped by himself to the purple tribe and he immediately clicks with daisy the two of them they have their um odd duck out and something like that alliance where they're the two single people he connects with sarah and nova and is kind of with them he connects with tessa and kind of brings her in so now all of a sudden i know he's ranked second but he's really in the best position on that tribe you know whereas you have people like charn who are really in the same position as him and didn't capitalize um matt just totally owned it just just totally made deep connections Everyone in their confessionals is saying, oh, I, I really like Matt. I'm really, really vibing. So um, definitely kudos to him. I don't know if you guys have, have similar thoughts as that, on that as well. Yeah, I think this is Matt's season. I got to be honest. I, I knew coming in from playing with Tommy, seeing a different side to him after Tanzania. Now he's like super competitive. I think he got his, his feet wet there and now he knows the game a little bit. I, I still think he's going to overplay, be way too big of a target come late merge but this is he's definitely going to be one of the people that we talk about a lot this season if he does not in fact win but certainly he's going to be a dominant force i also want to point out sarah was someone who was not a huge player pre-swap um and now she's ranked number one on her tribe i think she's stepped up her social game a lot you know, she's someone who is probably like if I was thinking back on performances, she's one of our better players uh, overall. So, you know, to see her come back after like six years is both strange and impressive. It's impressive in a different way, though, because in her seasons, she was super dominant in challenges. And here I feel like that's not the case at all. I think it's mostly social that she's been dominating. I think challenges, she's she struggled a little bit. I think she's someone worth pointing out. And to your point, Jericho, we didn't talk about him as much as Matt. He just ranked his tribes perfectly. I think that's worth a shout out. He knows he's got his finger on the pulse of this tribe. Excuse me. He was uh, maybe the only one extremely excited for this swap. Uh, And he's gone from hating this season, hating the game, wanting to be voted out, not putting in effort 
to the complete opposite of that. Loving everyone in his tribe. Super excited about the season now. I worry what happens if they swap immediately tonight. I think he'll be pissed. I think he'll just be (laughs) absolutely pissed. Like, he'll probably try to quit. Yeah, he's someone who, as we've seen, if any little thing goes wrong in his plan that he has planned out, he cannot handle it. And he will take it out on production, on the other players. He'll throw a hissy fit. I don't. I love watching him play. I hope to God he, he lasts long this time, but watching him melt down is also entertaining. Um, I think everyone else we've pretty much talked about, uh, you know, we talked about in our last podcast. There hasn't been like a whole lot of huge gameplay in that time. But going forward, I guess let's say let's do winner picks. We haven't done that yet. Uh, I'll oh go gosh. first. My winner pick I'm going to go with Tessa. Okay. I, I think I think she would benefit from a swap right now because I do think she could be in risk um, once Christy's gone from her Who do you think has the best shot at winning? For me, um, so I pregame picked Sarah, uh, Nadia. I um, I was playing with her in rematch game that's going on with right now. And I know rematch is, is stupid. doesn't really matter. But the fact that she's still in that started with, you know, like 20, 20 people or whatever. And um, it's down to like final six. And she's still in that too. She is a good social player. That, that's what I could tell from that. And that's why I picked her in the draft. So I'll stick with her as my winner pick. I do think, you know, you said that she has this challenge prowess. She's going to have to show that a little bit. She's going to have to, um, um, I would think, probably win a challenge or two. But um, socially, I, I think she's done a really good job of being a chameleon fitting in. So I'll stick with her. See, mine's, mine's hard. I want to go with my draft pick, Tessa, just because she is doing a very good job right now. But my boy Tommy's, I, I don't know. I like how he's playing. Like he's playing. He's definitely learned his mistakes. He's learned to trust people, to not trust people like me. So kudos to him. But I don't know. It's a hard, it's hard between, I want to pick Matt or Tessa as my winner pick. Yeah, I also think, I mean, there are a lot of good players here, so it can go a lot of different ways. I still think David is a huge threat. Mm -hmm. I, I think Michelle is a very big threat to do very well. And actually... Um, I would put Daisy in the same boat as Matt, where, you know, they're playing so much better than their original seasons. They're probably overplaying. So that's why I wouldn't pick them to win. But I think that they make a huge dent in the game for sure. Mm-hmm. They've been playing very well. I think Daisy has one more big move up her sleeve and then she'll probably get voted out. Yeah, it might be too much. She might. She's going too too hard too soon i think but it's very mm-hmm. entertaining and for someone who's coming out as a newbie in her season she's she's killing it in my eyes one potential dark horse could be ben he's somehow playing very under the radar yet is ranked one on his tribe has an idol so uh, even if he doesn't need it you know i think this one expires at 14 shows that he get another one in the future i don't know his from his past seasons enough to know if he's any good at challenges but that's a person i think um a dark horse i also want to say kylie Susie, I think um, she's someone who's super lovable, but is not at the forefront of everyone's mind this season like she was in hers. And she's got an I know I, you know, I think if she plays it right and she's in the right alliance, I think she could pull it out. There's a lot of capable people this season. So a merge will be very fun, I think. Maybe getting to the merge won't be as fun, but <laughs> I think the merge will be the pick the peaking point of the season. I think that's when everybody's like, all right, well now it's game time. And I think that's where all the blood will start being drawn. Yeah. I think we talked about everyone. Gerard is playing pretty well. He's so he's playing how I remember him playing, which is kind of like a background player that um 
you know, he, he likes to be second fiddle. And I think he might be falling into that same trap here. I was going to say, should we do one last eulogy of, of Christy or are we kind of over her? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we can eulogize Christy. Uh, I can say everyone at, lurking this season with Christy is always fun. It's always fun to lurk. I think the lurkers love her. I think even the players are like infatuated with her because she's so bizarre. Yeah, Sarah has been having a lot of fun messaging people about because because the thing is when she's on another tribe and you don't know what deal is, it's like very like luring. How could someone be so bad? Like what's going on with them? Um, right. So it's been interesting from that to watch um, the other players serve her. I'm excited to see what happens when it's revealed that she's not the newbie. Oh, that'll be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and she got what seventh place in ISO. So people are gonna be like, "What? How did she make it so far?" She got seventh <laughs> in ISO. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. And you know, this was like a I don't know, isolated All Stars is coming up, and Nofos, as we all know, is kind of over, Jen. <laughs> So I was like, well, let's give her another shot here. See what happens. And uh, she's going out with a similar fate. So not looking great for Jen. If she can get her activity under wraps, she would be aces. I would have her all the time. But we can't be having people who ghost us. And two seasons in a row is no bueno. While she was here, she was fantastic, though. So we can definitely eulogize that. I think of the pre-merge, she's probably a highlight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Um, she, she learned. She learned how to post a photo. Um, one of the lurkers helped her. So. <laughs> oh, Rebel Wilson. Liz, that yeah. was my favorite part was her teaching yeah. her how to post. She's. It's weird. You know, we talked about it last time, but she's got a weird endearing quality about her that you want her to figure it out and do well, but you're here for it when she doesn't. Um, yeah, that's going to be it for Christy. I think that's all the, the eulogizing I can do. Bring her back for ISO All-Stars, please. Come on, NoFo. <laughs> You're going to have to campaign hard to NoFo because <laughs> that's going to be his decision. But um, certainly she's entertaining for us to watch. Sorry she didn't show up. What else can we say? All right, um, let's see what happens tonight. We got the people bidding on this swap power. Shout out James for coming up with this twist. We'll see if we finally get get it used. I think it's an interesting twist. I like the uh, choose your adventure style season with all stars. And Pootie's going to edit this and post it real soon. Yeah, yeah, um, I am going to try. I was supposed to this weekend. I did finish all the reveals, though, so proud of that. Hey, good job. Those fuckers take so long to render, but... They're done, so uh, everyone will get their reveal on time. Um, I'm going to try to edit some podcasts. I really will. Uh, at least I get think, that first one out. I, I think all the votes are in besides Christie's. I got them updated. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Christie's a gone, a gone. <laughs> Even if done. she showed up. I think it's her time anyway. I think, you know, we've seen enough. All right. I think that's going to do it for me. I look forward to talking with you guys on Wednesday where I have a feeling we'll have a lot more to talk about. So oh, yes. uh, stay tuned. All right. All bye. Right. Peace.